have anything to give them. <laughs> Jason's like... <laughs> um, Capella just says, take us, take us to where you want us to go. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, he um, he gestures and leads you out into the harbour, still smiling. And while there is a kind of coiled intensity about Karen, you feel his body is like a bag of snakes, all kind of bursting with energy and ready to spring. His movements are controlled. And you have the sensation that while he is moving with a grace, uh, which is politeness uh, personified, he could, at a whim, probably become something quite unpleasant. Mm. And yet he is welcoming and kind and very grateful to see you. And he says... Yes, I'm going to get eaten. <laughs> he, says, he says, I hope your journey wasn't arduous in any way. We've been expecting you for some time, but admittedly you... You caught us slightly by surprise. Nevertheless, it is a incredible you join us at such a grand time. Karen, is there any chance that you've got us confused with someone else? You are the voyagers from beyond, are you not? I mean, we come from beyond, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, I feel like I should try and get ahead of things a little bit <laughs> and just sort of say we've never been here before. Oh, we know, we know, but we are... We were honoured once before to welcome your kind. Okay. And the court of Heem and the kith in general have always prided ourselves on our hospitality. How do you know uh, we came from beyond? Your ship. Mm -hmm. Your ship is unlike any other. Your ship is a wonder, probably the greatest wonder. And we are a, a people not unaccustomed to wonders. Capella leans over to Ritua. We did lock it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's technically sentient, so I think it's probably fine. That's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your ship is a wonder that, you know, even we are impressed by. You do us the greatest honour by visiting us. Do we have a radio back to, like, Aaron 1? <laughs> Stones of fast speed. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to, uh, you know, have a quick uh, chit-chat with, with Aaron No, I'm one. thinking I'm just holding my finger on the button. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, just, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Just in case. Your scanner, uh, like, doubles yeah. as a radio. Yeah. That's a great idea. So, um, so, you know, he knows to gently poke away anybody who's trying to get on the ship or cut off bits of infinite timber or something. They'd struggle with that, I reckon, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I imagine like a, a, a thing you can make a boat out of that doesn't react to acid is probably the most valuable Quite thing. Valuable. <laughs> That's a very good point, yeah. <laughs> so right now, uh, Karim is uh, kind of leading you. And again, there's a familiarity here. Like he, he is acting as if this is the most normal thing in the world. Uh, he's leading you uh, along the harbour and around you, uh, the work is kind of continuing as all these ships are unloaded. Uh, but you notice as you walk, there's like a bubble of calm which uh, kind uh -huh. of walks with you. And um, any workers that come within a proximity of Karim immediately bow right. and immediately uh, kind of uh, supplicate themselves on the ground, only to uh, resume their duties as soon as uh, you've walked um, some distance away. Uh, Karim continues to talk. He, uh, he again, he, I, uh, I apologise profusely. For not being there to greet you, uh, of course. Given the night we have ahead of us, the the preparations keep me most busy. And as 
you know, the chief, uh, well, I guess to you, I would be uh, a greeter, a handler, a, a solver of problems, but I am Grandfather Cafurnus's right-hand man, shall we say, and all matters that concern him become my concern. And on a night such as this, he has many concerns. And so I am trying, you understand, I'm trying to make sure that everything goes smoothly. Hey, don't worry, we uh, we don't have any expectations here. It's all good. <laughs> what kind of concerns? Well, I mean, it's the first meeting of three noble courts in possibly a, a century. I mean, this is... Uh, this is incredible. This is uh, this is uh, the honouring of our our bonds, the honour the honouring of our our treaty, our truce. This is uh, oh. this is a most fortuitous day, and uh, but with so many high ranking and powerful people here, even the smallest thing can be a can be a problem. Well, okay. Hopefully, we won't be a problem. I think Ratua just decides to stay quiet now. <laughs> just, just rely on being tall and impressive, and not like. <laughs> Not cause any trouble. Just flex every now and again. Yeah, just glare at someone who gets a bit closer. (laughs) Well, as you as you walk, you actually notice a couple of things. You notice that um, among all these kind of smaller ships which have moored at the harbour, there are actually, well, there are actually some ships which are considerably bigger. Two, in fact, you realise that the ships you've seen so far are kind of working ships. They're kind of uh, robust. They have a function. There are two ships, however, docked at the harbour, which are grander, considerably grander, and considerably larger in size, even if they do share some relation to the squat functional design of the others. Efforts have been made to elaborate on these ships. (laughs) Um, They are both um, uh, kind of moored opposite each other. The difference between them would be the markings which decorate them. Uh, that standards, kind of regal, uh, heraldic uh, banners uh, kind of unfurl from the tops of the ships. And you see that one of these vessels to the left of you uh, has the gold and red flag that matches the military-esque insignia of the men you saw uh, in the counting house. Yes. Whereas the one to the right has a instead of a flag, merely has ragged, soiled bandages trailing from the kind of upwards flagpole. Do you think it knows? (laughs) (laughs) Should should we tell them? (laughs) This is really awkward. Uh, Karim uh, gestures with a long white hand to the left and says, uh, I suppose I should direct you towards our equally honoured guests here today. And he gestures towards the ship uh, clad in red and gold. I give you the uh, courtship of the house of we- of the court of Weren. And he gestures to his right, and the uh, the ship with the ragged uh, kind of oily bandages uh, trailing where their flag should be he goes. And the courtship of the house of Sa- of the court of Sarah. I need, to stop, I need to stop saying house. It's meant to be court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it says the court. Uh, I, Karim, kind of speaker of the court of Haim. Heem. What is wrong with me? I, have, like, <laughs> I, I Karim, speaker of the court of Heem. Uh, it is my honour to bear to bear welcome to the court of Weren. 
and the court of Sarah, who are our honoured guests here today. Uh, the three courts that together formed a truce so long ago. Okay. Nice. Yeah. As you pass by the ships, you see there are uh, delegations of, well, let's say, not soldiers, but armoured official-looking people, definitely not being soldiery, <laughs> but somehow hinting at also being soldiers if like necessary. They, they may, co- may become soldiery at any moment. Yes. <laughs> so as you walk down this central kind of harbour, um, you see to your left the court of Weren, who are, uh, again, wearing military-like uniforms in red and gold. And to the right, you see a matching group. However, rather than wearing uh, red and gold armour, they are instead clad from head to toe in soiled, ragged bandages. That seems unsanitary. <laughs> Can we talk to them? Or are we passing by? You're kind of passing by, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Can I just sort of have my scanner going? Are the... Are the... Uh, the what do you call them? The sarum? The bandages one? Yeah, basically, uh, so just because, like, uh, kind of like for your crib sheet, yeah. if you will, you have, uh, as uh, Karen has kind of described them to you, you have the Court of Weren, mm-hmm. who are militaristic yeah. and clad in red and gold. And you have the Court of Syra, who are uh, kind of clad in bandages. Syra. Yes, not Syra, as I said earlier. I apparently lost the ability to speak momentarily. <laughs> uh, are the... Are the folk of Syra, are they showing any actual, like, illness or injury in any way? Or are they just wearing bandages? You realise that they have... Are they invisible? (laughs) No, they are visible. um, But they have a hunched, uh, admittedly sickly disposition. um, Although the bandages hide a lot of whatever horrors lie underneath. Um, But... You can maybe guess that, um, given the flashes of white skin you see uh, under the bandages, that they are of the same species as Kit. Karen, your oh, right. your guest. Is that the same for the military blokes as well? Indeed, there are. While there are some humans in among them, uh, the most important figures are white-skinned, taller than average, with longer limbs. Red, hair. red eyes and red hair. Oh, Although like a caste system. It's of like some a super kind race. Yeah. yeah. So almost in keeping with their militaristic uniforms, however, there is definitely uh, a similar fashion sense that unifies the different courts. So the court of Weren have short, cropped red hair, whereas the court of Syra are bandaged from head to toe. And um, can we see like a tattoo situation here? So the tattoo we've already seen, the, the triangle with a line through it, yeah. is that for the court of he? Yes. So right. you can see that um, all the humans who are working uh, kind of on the docks here bear yeah. this triangle tattoo with a horizontal line going through it. Okay. And you realise... <laughs> you see the people at the table are taking notes. Is right? <laughs> you, one thing you do notice, which is interesting, is that if indeed there are two species here... 
none of the kith is that in, if that is indeed what they are the white-skinned red-haired beings have tattoos the tattoos appear to only be on the humans on the humans right interesting but you can notice some different of the court kind of thing. you can notice different tattoos so the triangle with a downward pointing triangle with a line through it is that of the court of heem your guests it would appear whereas the humans if you assume this logic continues the humans are belong to the militaristic court of Weren, have a tattoo which consists of three uh, vertical lines in a row. Right, okay. Jagged strikes going down. Whereas the uh, corks of Syra, their symbol is a circle within a circle. Ah, right, okay. Cool. Okay. Well, let's keep following Karen for yes. now then. My guess, can I? You must have so many questions. Are there any I can answer at this point? So, how far away is the court of Werin and the court of Syrah? An interesting question. Journey within our world is very challenging. Because of that boiling acid ocean out there. You're very astute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am, actually. And I don't get recognized for that <laughs> by you guys, for sure. But anyway, please continue. For a world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe uh, maybe uh, Capella should be the scientist. Like, this, is, uh, this is great. What about that acid I'm stuff? The one, I'm the one taking notes. <laughs> I'm the one drawing little pictures. Sorry, yes, please continue, Karen. Karen continues. He goes, <laughs> for a world as honoured as ours to have given birth to the consanguine, yeah, our world is in many ways harsh. We, the kith, are blessed, but life on our planet is difficult it is only within the confines of the spires that we find safety and harmony ah. and it is only through the truce between our our brother courts that we find peace as well while they we are separated by distance uh, our spires keep us safe keep us safe and our mutual protection allows our trade ships to can continue uh, their journeys unaided uh, which is why uh, we meet here today it's why we are honouring the bond between our corks that uh, ended so much unpleasantness so long ago. How was there much chance for unpleasantness when the sea is made of boiling acid? <laughs> I feel like you had more important things on your mind. <laughs> One would imagine the we we kith do not feel these hardships in the same way as the humans who are lucky enough to live here under our care. Our world has been chaotic at times, and we, the kith, rose above that chaos to find a degree of order, and it's only in that order that everybody thrives. We are as limited as we must be in the eyes of you, the voyagers who have seen so much. We we nevertheless find, find a balance and... Things have been worse, and now things are good. We too, I would like to try and make a leap of logic here. Please. Um, and ask, so is the grandfather and the rest of the kin at this meeting today? You have arrived at a most auspicious time. Uh, our spire is honoured. You notice that Karim says honour quite a lot he is honored by many things <laughs> and you get the impression he's also very good at talking to important people and he's good at keeping them he's good at saying many words yeah i'm not sure he's good at saying things um can capella would like to use harmony 
like to sort of get a sense off of him of how like I guess uh, what's the word like truthful he's being like is this is this an act that he's putting on you get a sense that he is genuine okay he, you get a sense that he is genuine like whether there is truth to his words or not like he believes them he believes them utterly sure okay okay that's good to know you should also, I should also know that there's something oddly compelling about his presence. Oh, I'm already feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While he, in many ways, has is it's like being near a snake. There's a there's an almost like inherent danger to him. The yeah. way his muscles move, the 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 way they flex. You realise he's perhaps much much stronger than his kind of diplomatic tone would suggest. You, at the same time. He's fascinating, mm. and you enjoy. You find yourself enjoying his company. It's like the most intoxicating. It's, yeah, it's really just yeah. great. Like you just, you kind of like you feel you're enjoying being the centre of attention. This is lovely. Yeah. Is he sparkly? <laughs> he isn't sparkling. <laughs> yeah, Capello is sort of warming to him. Do you know the humans are like slaves? If they're all tattooed, it certainly does look a yeah. bit like. That. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they're at least birds. Like they're not, um, they're clearly not native to here because humans couldn't develop in a world where no, the water is acid. No. But then it's surprising that there's only humans here and not mm. other species. Well, I mean, there's Karen and whatever the kith is, and again, my leap of logic of whatever the kin is. Mm. <laughs> just as a sidebar, I'm just going to like time mm. out for a second. Uh, if I said the word kin, I would like to apologise. Yeah. I may... you said kith. Yes. And I leapt to kin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That, I, I appreciate your logic. <laughs> uh, so far, the only mention so far has been of the kith. Yes. Okay. And then, but he, the, the, the kith we have met serves the grandfather with a complicated name. And that's a familial term and therefore kin. Well, uh, I guess to answer that question, uh, you have arrived at the most auspicious time <laughs> because we are, we live here under the grace of Grandfather Caffernus, whose power embodies all of us whose power flows through my very body and whose power keeps us safe under the spire and today for the first time in years we are meeting to honor our arrangement with the court of Weren and Syrah and so we are actually and you know you can see he's actually quite kind of like <laughs> a little, little flusking about that today we have not won grandfather oh. in our spire but three well four really if you ignore the the quirk of the court of Weren, but three grandfathers in one place mm. this is most incredible mm. okay dragons we're gonna get eaten is there gonna be um is there gonna be like a buffet like... <laughs> <laughs> um of course of course we there will be much celebration tonight. Excellent. And, and while we kith, as you know, we have no need for food, as you really? as you refer to it. Um, we care, just as we care for the humans in our charge, we will continue to care for you, our guests. You will be treated with the highest respect and honor tonight. Eaten. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it it'll happen eventually. Are you like whispering yeah. at, the, at the back of the, the walk? Like, eat, eat. <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way through the harbour, you now have finally arrived at the set of stairs 
Ah, right. uh, the grand ornate stairs which are rising up out of this kind of cavernous state and you will be entering the spire now uh karen is quite eager for you to follow him there seems to be no no likelihood of you doing anything other than that i mean um as we've been walking through you've been saying there's lots of workers and such are there is there more sort of recognisable shopping kind of stuff here? Like, is this where the trading happens or is this still just sort of admin and oh, official really. stuff? It's more, I mean, shopping is perhaps mm. uh, not the word I would use. I'm looking, we were told to look for magic potions. Indeed, no, like. but, but again, you, the sense you get is that this is a functional harbour, mm. not one that the average visitor or trader would arrive at. So it's probably a fancier place where you actually like trade for stuff. But yes, there yeah. might be. This is like this is the the uh, the lifeblood, if you will, of this place. There are goods coming in, there are items going out. It's functional, and it appears to all be in service of the spire, whatever that means. Okay. All right, let's crack on. Mm. Is there an elevator? There are not elevators, mm. I'm afraid, but there are. Snap. And uh, Karim goes. Why I'm not familiar with the device to which you uh, <laughs> refer I would however uh, in your time here I would advise you to take in the technological wonders that power our spire they are a source of much pride mm. for us the court of heme and, and that just starts taking walls apart <laughs> <laughs> please please do not do that <laughs> um, I would advise you to drink in the wonders mechanical and otherwise that you see here because the very engines which power our court are a thing to behold. Ooh, Not I on a like par with your that. own vessel, of course, but even the, the heating alone, I mean... the It's warm in here. You it is indeed. No, we enjoy it that way. No, but I mean... Do face just, just chuck handfuls of magnesium into the sea? Because <laughs> 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 I'll do it. Um, it was long, long ago. Our, our, the people of this world once found sanctuary in caves deep underground it was not a life that aspired much to greatness the development of the spires the technology that we pioneered to we the kith pioneered to raise some form of civility some form of pride out of this barren world are, are things to behold and and now the engines of power of aspire they control the entire atmosphere within here. Everything you breathe is controlled by the most ingenious system of heating and circulation. We are we are quite proud of it. Mm. So cool. they're probably not native either. Interesting. If they need processed mm. air. <laughs> yeah. Well, think of it more. I mean, I mean, of course, the two I would never question anybody claiming to be native to any world. <laughs> did you say that out loud no okay, okay. no this is, this is just me yeah i think it's important someone to claims to be from a place it's just it's rude to say that they're not you know? yeah, yeah. i think it's important to note that you cannot possibly imagine how horrible <laughs> existence was on this planet before well the kith we have been a part of this world for longer than anything would imagine we are as 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 much a part of the blueprint of this world as for humans we care for but we we're not always the custodians of this world that is a decision that was arrived at long ago by far greater 
fathers than, than I. And together they shaped this world. They built the spires. They, I mean, grandfather, grandfather Cafernus is but one of them. I mean, the fact that we, I live under his care is, is with his power within me is incredible. Will you be a grandfather one day? Oh, oh! And at this, he he's, <laughs> at, at, at this he seems quite flustered, oh, as right, if okay. what you've said is actually quite inappropriate. Oh right! And he said, and 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 he and for the first time, you see like his kind of um, his calm kind of flicker for a second, and you see like a tensing in his muscles, as if this air, this kind of these airs and graces, which he's are actually like a very thin. Than it, like veneer, which he's having to control at all times. I wrap my whole hand around Capella's face. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, "But you see that he he flexes, and for a second he has to steady himself, and he he goes, no, I. There are many, and he, and he seems to be struggling. He goes like, there are many paths that we kith can follow in life, and he's breathing and he starts to control himself, but I serve." grandfather Cafernus and I am most at ease with my place and I am honoured mm -hmm. to serve him. Capella just raises her eyebrows like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so as you um, climb these steps uh, a noise is growing and there's a lot of hustle and bustle on these steps and sometimes the staircases branch off and sometimes they head to other areas and you see there are humans on this broad it's a very wide staircase it's very wide and sometimes there are humans moving around you and they disappear but as they go down side passages but gradually as you climb and climb and climb you realize that there are fewer humans and more mm. kith ah. and you Class are, system. there are others much like karim moving around the stairs and again they are they each appear to owe an allegiance to one of these three courts that you've been introduced to. The court of Heem in their long flowing red robes, the court of Weren in their red and gold militaristic armour, and the court of Syra in their sickly bandages that bring to mind plague or sickness. Apart from the um, fashion choices, is there much like difference between individual kith are they do they have sort of a sense of individuality or are they all very much like cut from the same mold kind of thing there there is variation you can you know if you were to study them long enough you would see that there are differences between them however there's clearly a strong almost like a familial bond hmm. between them mm. the members of the court of heme that you pass look very very closely related to uh, Karim as uh, your guide. Mm. And um, it's maybe uh, compounded by the fact that the various uh, representatives of the courts that you pass aren't mingling as such. They are polite and respectful to each other, but they are moving in their own groups. Right. The court of Weren in their militaristic uniforms are proud and haughty and have weapons at their sides. Uh -huh. uh, whereas the court of Syra in their bandages are hushed and hunched and gathered and appear to be muttering in a quiet tone which only they can hear what are the weren's weapons like they are their swords okay long kind of wicked looking blades mm. uh, which they uh, carry at their side 
Okay. And you realise that their hands are never far <laughs> from the hilt. So, uh, oh, sorry for further questions. Are they all speaking the same language? Uh, there, there appears to be no difficulty in understanding. You can understand everyone just because they all appear to be able to understand each other. And you get the sense, uh, if I may, that the atmosphere is open and friendly. However, there's an undercurrent of caution and tension which never seems to kind of fade. So <laughs> as you climb the stairs, the noise and hustle bustle kind of increases and you get the sense that nearby there are a great many people. And the stairs are narrowing and they're becoming grander. And as you climb, Karim is joined by another kith who walks alongside him. And this kith, while also at the court of Heme wearing the red robes, is doesn't seem to have the same energy about them okay. that Karim does. They're nowhere near as compelling or kind of huh. they don't have that animal magnetism that Karim seems to have. They seem almost dull in their eyes, like they're not entirely there. And when Karim raises a hand, this kith steps forward instantly to fill the space where he gestured and silently hangs Karim a box which he takes and he turns towards you and he goes my honoured guests we the kith are a civilised people but there are certain urges beyond our among our less civilised brethren which we would not wish to see you our honoured guests exposed to. So, as is the custom we have developed with your previous visitors, we would like to offer you all a gift as a sign of our trust to you all and also our respect for you, that we would not wish you to come to any harm in your time among us. And he holds this box out in front of him and you can see that there's almost like a slight tremor in his hands as he opens this thick metal crate, which is not big, but is chunky, and he opens it facing away from him to direct it towards you. And in the box are three lumps of an unremarkable grey stone, around each of which is tied a thin leather strap. Okay. I check it for radiation. <laughs> there is no uh, there is no radiation coming off these items. In fact, they are they look like the dullest, greyest, most boring rocks you could imagine. And he offers you Andy and he's still standing there with these uh, and he appears very uncomfortable mm. as he kind of takes one and uh, just just lifts it out of the box and looks at it basically. So it's a rock. It's essentially a stone with a leather band wrapped around the stone. Yes, it's on a, it's on a kind of like a, a leather loop. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, kind sorry. of like what a necklace, almost? like a, a lot like a necklace. Yes, like okay. a little pendant on a on a on a. And Capella's just holding it. Just goes. So what's this for? Then? And he appears to find speaking difficult. He's trying to be uh, kind of polite about this, but he says, um, "This is uh, Kruerite." 
it is in many ways taboo among our people. However, it is anathema to us, to the consanguine. It is, let us say it is a protection. We trust ourselves. I do not, however, trust every guest within the spire here today. I would have it that you would wear these on your persons throughout your stay within the court of Heme. We would not, we care about your safety and we would not want you to come to any harm. Okay, I'm, I'm upgrading from dragons to vampires. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what does it protect us from? Us. Right. <laughs> As I said, we are civilised. The warlike days of our past are long behind us. You join us in what is for me- all intents and purposes a, a golden age for the kith. We do not feel the hardships of this world. However, we care for the humans under our charge and we would not see them suffer just as we would not see what little civilization we've clawed out of hell fall apart again. We are civilized. We aim to be civilized, but our base instincts can occasionally get away from us. Crurite I'm is... not even sure I have blood, so I'm probably <laughs> fine. You've just got paper beside yeah. you. Crurite is... It is... We are a people with few weaknesses. This is one of them. It repels us. That is a sign of how much we trust you, that we would give you these. Consider it insurance. We would not have you come to harm. One second, Karim. Okay. <laughs> okay. You've got to understand that this is a lot for us to just accept at your word. Uh, and we don't know what any of this does. So could you just give us a second to talk to each other? Oh, please. But I'll course. keep hold of this one just for a second. Okay? And if you would be so kind, if you could... And he gestures at the other two. I... I I, I, I can wait, obviously, for our honoured guests. However, it would be a kindness to me if you could take I, I these. pick up the end with the end of my spear. <laughs> Hold it Lynette, on the end. Lynette just puts hers on. And you put it on? Yeah. Okay, and he, uh, he kind of slams the box uh, almost gratefully and goes, of course, I will give you a moment. And he steps away. Capello immediately turns to you. Do you feel any different? What do you feel? Is it, is it weird? Is it something strange? Does it hurt? Is it burning? <laughs> You feel but, fine. Okay. You feel absolutely feel fine. fine. I feel absolutely fine. You sure? Yeah. Not even anything slight, like you can't remember your childhood, or you suddenly, <laughs> you suddenly like a new flavour of, of something. <laughs> Nothing at all. No. No, I feel fine. I touch her pendant just to feel it, see if there's anything weird about it any, at all. No, you feel you feel fine. In fact, is uh, I mean, in fact, even with like your harmony. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah. You, you. There's nothing. It is almost astonishing in its in its inactivity it is the dullest rock you can imagine well i mean i've already tested it for radiation it is not gonna like poison us as far as i know do you want to scan it for us just in case i could i can mean i could just do a full spectral scan i'm more interested in sort of what kind of rock it is like is it a like a lump of granite or are we talking something like a oh it is a flint or well, so, for, for, shiny. for those of you who can uh, remember any kind of geography you did back in school, uh, it's probably um, 
It's probably igneous. Mm. Okay. Uh, it, it brings to mind something that may have been formed in a volcano. So sort of glass-like? Long ago. Almost? No, it's, it's, oddly, it's oddly porous. Oh, it's pumicy. Pumicy. It's pumicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite light. It's a dull grey. And um, it has lots of little pock marks in it, as if air bubbles of long ago escaped. Is so, there anything in the pock marks? No. <laughs> Does it smell of anything? Give me a. Garlic. What would this be? Take a deduction check. This is the first time we've rolled this game. So yeah. uh, that's a zero. Uh, which is fine because it smells of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it smells of nothing. Like you, it's it's just like well, whatever. No, it's a rock. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And to the best of my scientific ability to tell, I'm thinking it's fine. Like my scanner is just telling me it's like a piece of pumice. It is the most boring rock you can imagine. Okay. I'm just gonna put it on. My I mouth. also am gonna put it on. But I'm I'm probably gonna like I'm I'm still cautious about insulting these people because yeah they seem like they're full of snakes and that doesn't seem like a fun <laughs> thing to stab. So I'm gonna like put it under my clothes like like under my jacket so it's not visible. I'm gonna keep mine visible, but I'm gonna say to you guys really quietly: there may come a time that strategically this is something we want to take off. Yeah. And I know that sounds like the opposite of what we might want to do, but. Let's just remember. I was sort of wondering if I could turn it into a blade, but <laughs> pumice probably isn't that good for making. <laughs> probably quite dull. Yeah. Let's just remember we have we have these on. Yeah. Mm. Okay, and and with that, uh, Karen, uh, who has been very politely not listening, uh, <laughs> or he says, uh, wanders over, and he goes, "Oh, thank you, thank you. You do me a great honour. I mean, we we care about your safety, and this is this this would probably not be necessary, but it is only a precaution." Are these repelling you now? Um. I am I am aware of the cruerite you you wear on your persons. It is a constant presence in my mind. However, from this distance, it is it is it is simply an awareness. It's not uh, it's not unpleasant. Okay. I do appreciate you taking <coughs> the items from me when you did. I uh, it is uh, you know I I care for my guests. Mm. However, it, that was a little unpleasant for me. So thank you. What is the box made of? I, I mean, I'm asking this as like me. What does the box look like? It, oh, it looked like of... it was made of a thick metal. It's uh, like a lead-lined box of some kind. Uh, well, we can, one can only imagine. Maybe these people don't... Am I have... really sure there wasn't any radiation? <laughs> uh, there was no, no radiation that you're aware of. I think that you can detect. So uh, Karim now uh, is kind of leading you to the, final, the end of the stairs, which culminate in a grand uh, set of double doors. The height of two, three, four, even humans they are very very impressive he says my guests i welcome you now to the court of heem if i must attend to other matters it is not because i hold you in any lower regard i am merely a very busy man tonight and there are a great many people to keep happy i i bid you please welcome yourselves to the court of heem uh, enjoy our hospitality um I would ask, however, that you do not venture beyond the ground floor. Uh, merely as a... There is a hierarchical structure to our society. And the... Let us say that the this is where humans, visitors such as yourselves, and the kith can meet on a level playing field. The tower and levels beyond us in the spire are the home of the kith, and we would ask that you do not disturb our endless thoughts and reverie. Okay. Please enjoy the hospitality. I leave you now, 
should you wish to explore, the ground floor is yours, as are the lower depths where the humans make themselves <laughs> where, uh, Make home. themselves. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. the humans make themselves at home. And while I'm, you know, would not wish to suppose you would enjoy to do one thing or another, I would recommend that you see the sights, uh, you make yourselves at home. Uh, ben Oheen uh, is very highly regarded among the humans. He is, he is great among the humans. He is, uh, well, not, not of the kith, of course, but he is, we, we hold him in quite high regard and I'm sure he would make you most welcome in the lower levels should you wish to meet him. Until then, I take my leave. Do make yourselves at home. And with that, he gestures towards the door, which opens. And you suddenly find yourself in the grandest, most incredible yet bizarre ballroom you have ever been in. Uh, the ceiling is so high above you, it's almost baffling, arched and kind of spotted with structures like almost like brings to mind like a spine that brings to mind like bones and organic Ooh. structures this entire spire appears to be carved from stone but it flows and moves like coral or or organic structures like dripped wax whatever carved this thing long ago is is almost unimaginable but <laughs> it's created this vast organic stone chamber into which you have arrived and the room is heaving with kith Wow. There are a great many kith belonging to each of the houses and they are mingling and occasionally talking, often in their own courts, occasionally with other courts and dotted among them. Few, though notable, are humans, eyes downturned, okay. but respectfully moving among the kith. And with that, Karen disappears into the crowd and you are suddenly alone in a crowd. <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh, well, whilst I see nothing wrong with this uh, society whatsoever, I would quite <laughs> like to get some magic potions and leave. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I guess we could, we could try and get down and talk to some of the humans, maybe downstairs or something. I mean, I don't know what we're going to, what we're going to mingle and talk about up here. Necessarily. Yeah, more snake people. <laughs> not, not, a, not, I mean, not a fan of anyone, but not, not a fan of the snake people. Like, they, they seem wrong somehow. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely something weird going on. But at the moment, that could just be how they live their lives, I guess. Um, and until, I don't know, until we or anyone else of significant note is in danger, I guess we just carry on with. Our mission, which is to mm -hmm. find some some people to trade with or to talk to, at the very least, about the possibility of trade. Are the various humans in this room are they are they tattooed or are they like visitors like us? No, uh, you everybody appears in some form or another to have a tattoo, and they the all... kith as well. No, no, <laughs> no kith a tattoo, but any human you see, the humans being instantly distinguishable by their normal coloured skin, <laughs> whereas the kith are to a one have utterly white bleached skin and red hair albeit worn in varying styles <clears throat> okay um is there some sort of buffet table 
for, for humans and guests. You can see that um, the, oddly enough, the humans which are moving through the crowds of Kith have an air about them that brings to mind waiters, brings to mind people who are serving the Kith. Okay. And however, they are not giving out drinks or food to the Kith. They do appear to be carrying some food and drinks on their trays, but if they're giving them to anyone, they're giving them to a very small percentage of humans who appear to have to appear to be of higher standing. Okay. A lot of the humans adopt like a serving role. There are some humans wearing the colours of their court who it would be too much to say that they're like on the same par as the kith. However, they appear to have more of a a powerful role, if you will, and they accept the drinks and food, but the kith have no interest in them. Mm. If the kith have any dealings with the waiters, it is merely to pass notes to them and to exchange instructions or to direct them to relay message messages to other groups of kith. Mm. I feel like probably one of the biggest problems we're going to deal with here is that clearly the humans aren't supposed to talk to anyone from like outside mm. uh, and I'm blue and <laughs> Lynette is stripy which pretty much leaves Me. you Capella as possibly being able to pass as a normal human I feel here. like I should have dressed up a bit more to be honest I think probably dressed down is the way like they're all just wearing kind of t-shirts and shorts and stuff out there I suppose the workers are yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm yeah I mean I'm thinking of like the the higher yeah. up humans but we could have you know I mean does it, do any of us have a sharpie could we put could we like draw a tattoo on your cheek or something and then send you off to <laughs> <laughs> to mingle that's got some oil like she's oily I don't want to get into that because because no. uh, we could get stuck if <laughs> one of us pretends to be property of one of the courts. That's probably a very dangerous route to go. Um, we could go up to one of the more senior humans. In fact, Capella does goes up to one of the more senior-looking human peoples. There is a uh, so one of these humans is uh, kind of well. It's a bit awkward. It's like being at a party where you don't know anyone or everyone's too cool to talk to you. There is a human wearing the um, red and gold of the court of Weren. Okay. This oddly militaristic uniform who is standing a short distance away, um, merely staring and observing the groups of kith which uh, talk. And he pretends not to notice you. As you approach, Capella ignores this and goes, "Heck of a party, this isn't it? Look at this." He turns and uh, looks at you and goes, "Ah, I see. We have visitors, oh, perhaps from far away." And he gives you a knowing, a knowing kind of look. Seem to be able to get that very quickly. <laughs> I could just be one of you guys. <laughs> Are you walking around wearing bright yellow glowing armor at this? I'm point? I'm not. Like, I, I very <laughs> deliberately haven't activated. Have rock necklace on though. My powers. Does he have a necklace on? No. Okay. So that makes us stand out. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to address that. I was going to go. How do you know? 
and he, and he gestures towards the uh, crurite you're wearing. He goes, the court of Heme would not extend such an honour to even a orderly such as myself. Like, you are of something special. Crurite is... And he kind of gestures around and, and he says, Crurite is... It is almost forbidden within our circles. That is how highly they regard you to have given you such a thing. Okay. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, I... He's not going to know anything about the lower levels because he's not from here, is he? Although he might have a spire of his own, I guess. Well, he's caught of Heem, so that's here. Oh, no, he was caught Warren, wasn't he? Oh, sorry, yeah, so Warren, sorry, Warren, yeah. yeah. Um, he goes, I, I suppose you are... Uh, he said, I suppose you are quite taken in with the, uh, the wonders of this spire. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, we just came here to trade. Like, we didn't know any of this stuff this big event with you guys coming here and the and the grandfathers like we didn't know about any of that we just we just came here to talk to some people and maybe do a bit of business and, and be on our way really so and he, and he kind of scoffs at that and he says uh he says uh well i fear i fear you have chosen the wrong spire to arrive at and he kind of puffs his chest out and said if you had come to the court of Weren, he goes ah such such treasures we could have given you, uh, such weapons of war, such as you would, you could never imagine. I mean, our it is our our blood, our uh, our greatest pride, as our our strength. Whereas the court of Heme, they are, they they care too much for the more insignificant among among their number. The the humans. I mean, they have a use, but you know, you're a human. Guess what? <laughs> and 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 to that he he does kind of pause and goes, ah oh, yes, but some of us have aspirations. Huh. Vampires. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I think I think we're potentially all agreed on this. Um, <laughs> uh, I heard a lot about potions. Well, he said, if your and he, he scoffs again, he goes, if your sights are that low, I mean. One might go to the court of Syrah for knowledge, but I suppose, yes, if one wanted something as meagre as potions, then the court of Heme would be your your port of call. Okay. Thanks in no part, no small part to that human they venerate so highly. Ben. Yes, I believe that. You met him? I have not. I have no interest in such small people. Huh. Okay. Well, it was lovely to meet you. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I go back to you guys. Cool. And relay all of that to you, and and say I think I think Ben may be the one we're looking for. Okay. Well, how many levels up did we come to get to this? Point? You get you get the sense that uh, when you arrived in at the harbour, that was very much like right down yeah. at the bottom. You climbed quite a few sets of stairs uh, and humans were branching off left and right as you climbed. And if you think of this kind of ballroom, this grand cathedral, it's almost like the ground floor, if okay. you will. So we've come up from the basements. Basically. Yes, basically, yeah. So are we, would we, like, if 
are there windows? Are we looking out onto the level of the cliff now? Or? There are no windows. That's, that's, that's something that is quite striking, actually. There is no natural daylight uh, at all. This place there might is, just not be, because that was a hell of a storm outside. Well, this place is sealed off, quite almost like hermetically sealed from the outside world, and is still quite warm, I should point out. So as you're thinking about, um, about what to do and where to go, uh, suddenly a... Uh, a kind of the hustle and bustle of this party, this genteel party, is shattered by uh, a scream, if you will, by a harsh, almost alien scream. And as you turn, you see a kith, a a white-skinned, red-haired demon, uh, charging towards you, and. Unlike all the kith that you've witnessed so far, these kith who wear this gentle, uh, this gentle kind of like cultured shell, this one is bestial and maddened and has you directly in its sights. Mm -hmm.